Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck him. Good morning to you all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Friday. We're here. We made it to the hearing yesterday. A lot of new evidence comes up. A lot of new evidence that we haven't seen yet uh, comes to bear. Uh, we, we knew some of this stuff. You know, again, a lot of this, you know, quote-unquote evidence is stuff that we have known about. We just haven't seen the crime yet. Um, yesterday... A couple of things. Number one, the judge, at the very end when he said he would lay his body down out in context, you know, because everyone's calling, oh, he's a liberal leftist. He's woke or whatever the fuck. I don't, I don't know. And we're going to play a clip by Jim. Nothing. He learned nothing new from the evidence that was presented. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we've learned. There's a lot of things we assumed, but there's a lot of things we've learned, Jim Jordan. We assumed that John Eastman was trying to help Donald Trump overthrow the government. We assumed that Donald Trump was grifting his supporters when when journalists could not find this election fund anywhere. We assumed that. We have evidence now, but Jim Jordan's saying the whole time, oh my God, I knew, I knew this was a grift the whole time. Of course, of course, Donald Trump stole $250 million away from his supporters. To act like he was putting it in a fund that does not exist? Of course he did that. Jim Jordan is not surprised by this. We learned yesterday that, that John Eastman was trying to, even after January 6th and during January 6th, when Jacobs, Greg Jacobs, the former counsel to the vice president, Mike Pence, who they wanted to hang and kill, that's the other evidence we found out that, yes, the Proud Boys do want to kill Mike Pence, wanted to kill him on January 6th, and we've seen the videos of the people being stoked to kill Mike Pence. We remember the very ominous chant, hang Mike Pence. Everyone remembers that. And bring out Mike Pence. Why'd you want to bring him out? Was there a gallows there or something? Hmm, seems kind of funny. But the Proud Boys, and there's uh, there's evidence. Uh, an informant apparently has said, yes, they would have killed Mike Pence if they would have got their hands on him. The other thing that we that we saw in the hearing was Mike Pence standing in the parking garage. Trying to hold the government together with a cell phone and a piece of paper and a pen. Trying to keep it together there. He was desperate. And really, honestly, this is this is. Partly of Mike Pence's doing here. Uh, everyone wants to hail Mike Pence as if he saved democracy. I think that judge that spoke yesterday and Dan Quayle, the guy who can't spell potato, 
probably did more to save our democracy than Mike Pence. I believe Mike Pence was looking for a way to please his orange Mussolini Jesus. And there just wasn't a legitimate way to please him. If there would have been, we would have been fucked. If there would have been one one unwackadoo, I mean, there's plenty of wackadoos around like John Eastman, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, his children. There was plenty of wackadoos standing around going, oh, my God. Yeah, you can do this. You can you can decide who the president is, Mike Pence. I mean, even John Eastman didn't he really believe this shit. He didn't even really believe it when the when when Greg Jacobs questioned him on the Supreme Court overturning it. He said, "Yeah, we'll probably lose," and he said, "We'll lose like two to se- we'll lose two to seven. But then he admitted to Greg Jacobs that they would lose nine to zero. But he even admitted that Al Gore didn't have this power. Neither does Kamala Harris. Well, if those vice presidents don't have this power, John Eastman, neither does neither does the one who stands next to your orange Mussolini Jesus. But Jim Jordan, he did. He knew all this already. Jim Jordan knew all this. He knew all this stuff. He knew about the Eastman emails to Greg Jacobs. When Greg Jacobs said, look what you did, you dumb motherfucker, in so many words. You, you caused this shit. And John Eastman pushed back and said, no, you did this because you wouldn't go with our plan to overthrow the Constitution of the United States. They were desperate, folks. They were desperate. And this wasn't just one one singular plan. They had a lot of contingencies. What do you think that QRF that the Oath Keepers were stashing across the river was? You think somehow the Proud Boys queued in on Mike Pence without... Donald Trump conspiring with them. And I don't mean like he sat down and had a meeting and they drank beers together. That was the whole point of the whole scheme is to froth up violence. And they're still doing it. They're still doing it today. Jim Jordan blaming, in a tweet, blaming gas prices on the January 6th Select Committee. And, and, and for all intents and purposes, two things that have nothing to do with each other. Just like Joe ba- blaming Joe Biden for fucking gas prices. You people really are fucking boneheaded out there. If you think anyone besides the oil company has a goddamn button that changes gas prices. And really, American people, until you fucking pluck your head out of your ass and start blaming the right motherfuckers for high gas prices, they're going to keep going up. You think they're going to stop if you're blaming someone but them? Think about this. If you were in control of gas prices, if you had the button to control gas prices and it was filling your pockets full of record profits and everyone's complaining about the price of your product, your gas, but they're blaming anyone but you, would you fucking change the price of fuel? Hell no, you turn that shit up. Jim Jordan voted against, against, he voted against holding oil companies accountable for gouging record profits, triple the profits. Jim Jordan's going to bring, blame Joe Biden, the January 6th select committee. Jesus fucking Christ. And folks, this idea that somehow we want a recession is another fucking boneheaded scheme. 
But it's always, it's always distraction with these motherfuckers like Jim Jordan. And we're going to watch this interview today because I think the interview when Jim Jordan is talking into a microphone to one of these trader TV networks, because I think it's one, it's either Newsmax or OAN or one of these trader TV networks. They're all one and the same anymore. It's all the same nonsense, all the same fucking drivel, just fucking lies that they pump into the Americans' brains. Hell, the mainstream media is on that now. Oh, Joe Biden can't run in 2024 and all this shit. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here, man. We got more. We got better shit to do than worry about who the fuck's going to run in 2024. You dumb motherfuckers. We got an election this year. Why is the media talking about 2024? Why? Why? You are a bunch of dumb sons of bitches. They love the freedom of press until they won't have it no more. So maybe, maybe free press, I'm talking to you. Maybe you should do your fucking job and talk about the shit that matters right fucking now. The election, the next one. Not 2024. Who gives a rat's ass? I I, I don't give a rat's ass at this point. Hell, we might not have a 2024 election if we don't fucking engage in this one. That's how democracy works. It's the next one. Why the fuck are they talking about 2024? Joe Biden's going to be the president until then anyways. So what do you give a fuck? But Jim Jordan just didn't learn anything. From the last three hearings. He learned not a goddamn thing. He knew Trump was stealing money from his supporters. He knew Bill Barr thought it was all bullshit. He knew John Eastman was in a conspiracy to try to overthrow the government with Donald Trump. He knew he knew Mike Pence was looking for a way to make sure Donald Trump could remain king but couldn't find one. He knew all this. He knew the Proud Boys would have hanged Mike Pence. He knew all this. We knew all of that. Nothing new. Nothing new to see here. It feels like to me that maybe Jim Jordan had the inside information on this. Maybe that's why he wanted to be on the select committee in the beginning. And Nancy Pelosi dunked his motherfucking ass in the trash. Nope, not on this committee, bitch. Very interesting that he would say that real Americans don't care about the January 6th select committee. Very interesting that he thinks that gas prices are the only thing that Americans can can concentrate on. This is another reason why I think Jim Jordan is a fucking piece of trash himself. They really do believe you're dumb. They really do. They think you're dumb. And just like that judge said, if you people don't wake up and realize they're using you, we will lose our democracy. They want a fascist state. This is not some kind of fucking shit lib judge that we're talking about here. This guy is more quote unquote conservative than Mike Pence. He's probably not allowed in a room with a woman alone either. I'm just saying. January 6th Select Committee. I appreciate you guys joining us yesterday for the broadcast over on Midas Touch YouTube channel. It was fantastic. And we're, we're gaining a lot of viewers over here on our channel. Don't forget to subscribe here at the Tony Michaels podcast on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button down below. Like, subscribe, do whatever you're supposed to do. You know, makes it makes me a good YouTuber. <laughs> 
but go over to Midas Touch channel. Um, hopefully, we'll have the next hearing uh, posted soon over there so you guys can set your reminder for the link. So be looking for that. Um, I'm sure we'll get that uh, sometime today or tomorrow. That way, you guys can set your reminder for the very next hearing. Next week, there's two next week. Now, they're going to be the same time the one yesterday. 1 p.m. Eastern, that's when they'll gavel down the hearing. But here's the thing. If you go over to Midas Touch YouTube channel, we will start our coverage at noon, an hour before with our panel and commentary, just like we did yesterday and the two hearings prior. And then what we do, we will do commentary during the break of the hearing, and we will do commentary following the hearing with a panel as well. Now, we've had some great panels with us, uh, names like Michael Cohen, Rachel Bittacoffer, David Bender, my co-host Gabe Sanchez, the Mizellus brothers, Michael Popak, Karen Agnipolo from Legal AF as well. Now, we, we've also had Jessica Denson on yesterday, who is the Trump NDA killer. She's the one who actually won the case to kill Trump's NDA against her. Go check that out. And we should have more and more and more great guests to have on and talk to. And you guys know the Midas Mighty favorite is Texas Paul. Uh, boy, has he given us some commentary. Texas Paul type commentary. So go go check that out. Go, um, go follow over on Midas Touch YouTube channel if you're not already. But be looking for that link for the next hearing so you can set a reminder you don't want to miss the coverage that we have on the Midas Media Network over there. I appreciate you guys coming and uh, watching us host. Uh, me and Gabe have uh, enjoyed producing the hearings for the Midas Mighty and for the world. We've had uh, record-breaking views um, on that. So very exciting stuff when it comes to um, having you guys engage in the democracy because that's what it's about. Even though this stuff, boy, some of it, this evidence is pretty depressing. It's some of it is like, wow, this is woo, holy, holy fucking shit. But it, it it feels good that you guys are engaging in your democracy, that you're paying attention. That's what you should be doing. That's how this works. That's how democracy advances forward, because democracy is hard. It's really fucking difficult. Democracy. It's not easy. Because we don't all agree. I'm sure most of my audience that listens to me agrees with me on most things. But probably not all the things that I believe are all the things that I say. And that's not necessarily how it should be. We shouldn't have to agree on every single little detail. But we can all agree that we should at least participate, engage, and save our democracy. Regardless if you're a moderate and independent, if you consider yourself a Democrat or a liberal or a socialist or democratic socialist, hell, even a conservative or a Republican. I would say that being pro-democracy is something we all can agree on. And if you can't agree on that, if you can't agree on that, then that's what we're trying to fight back from. Just like the judge yesterday, because I would imagine that there's not one goddamn thing that I would agree with, with Greg Jacobs or that judge hardly. Not a fucking thing. They would probably think I'm some kind of crazy... <laughs> obscene clown which in all reality come on folks <laughs> but there's not one thing that I would probably agree with these folks on besides the advancement of the idea that a small l liberal democracy 
and our system of government where we the people, because of the 14th Amendment, are control are in control of our country and our future. We I think we believe that that is the best course of action. I think that's what delivers equality and equity to everyone. Now, it's again, it's not perfect and we're not there and we won't be the best we can be maybe for decades and decades to come. But without democracy, you look at the model that they're trying to that they're trying to create in Florida with that fucking let's go Brandon Nazi Ron DeSantis. Think about this for a second. That's the blueprint for their fascist state. Do you want the do you want the, the United States of America to be run and and dictated like Florida is right now? I can't even fucking imagine that anyone would vote for that pile of shit down in Florida. Think about this. The people that have always been in the Republican Party, big government, big government, big government telling me what to do. I hate big government. You can't make me wear a mask. You are freedom of speech. Jesus Christ, even Elon Musk, of course, he's a fucking joke, supports Ron DeSantis? What? Elon Musk, who bitched and complained, fucking whined and complained during the pandemic. That the state of California made him protect his employees from from a disease inside his fucking inside his fucking buildings, likes Ron DeSantis, who wants to shut down Disney because Mickey Mouse is woke. Elon, you are such a dumb motherfucker. You are a dumb motherfucker, and anyone who believes anything that comes out of that little cuck's mouth, Elon Musk, is a dumb motherfucker too. You are a dumb motherfucker. It is ridiculous. Elon Musk complaining about the government telling him what to do. And then he, he, he wants to support Ron DeSantis, who wants to tell private companies what they can and can't do. Get the fuck out of here with this shit. He's not who you think he is, you dummies. He's lying to you. He's a fraud. He's an idiot. He didn't invent electric cars, moron. He didn't invent anything. He bought all that. He bought the ability to look like he invented shit. And it sucks to suck, Elon. And you suck. But that's their model in Florida. That's their model for the fascist state. Just go look at what they're trying to do. They're trying to ban math. They're trying to ban books. You can't say the word gay in school. You can't talk about if you got... If you got gay parents, you can't talk about it because, oh boy, that's grooming. All the while, they're focused on children's genitalia and what bathrooms they're going into. This is really fucking stupid shit, folks. Hell, they want to marry children in Tennessee. They want to they want to make it to where a woman can't cross can't cross a state border to have a medical procedure in Missouri, a felony. They're bounty hunting women in Texas over medical procedures. We're probably going to see the Roe v. Wade decision come down soon, um, which is, <laughs> again, going to change the whole dynamic of this race. That's why I don't understand why the media is so focused on the next one. Let's do this one first, dummies. They really want a fascist state, folks. They really want one, and Florida is their blueprint. And Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis would love to be the next Donald Trump. And that's what he's gearing up to do. But these January 6th select hearings 
are designed to get the American people the facts so that way they can make reasonable decisions here. Reasonable decisions. I was talking to someone the other day, and I think I said this on air with Gabe. They had no idea, no idea the evidence that the the election defense fund did not exist and that they grifted $250 million in the name of a fund that didn't exist. No idea, no clue, didn't know that. I was like, whoa, that was like the biggest news that came out of that day. Where, where the fuck was your head when this was going on, when the news was being announced? But folks, that's the rub here, is that most Americans aren't paying attention to these things. And really, honestly, most Americans, even Americans who voted for Trump, are like, yeah, he's crooked. He's a fucking crook. He's a criminal. They realize that, so why why pay attention to anything that's said about him? Because and it's not surprising. But this is very important that you engage. It's very important. That's why I'm super excited that so many people are watching the hearings that we're producing. Watching, looking at the evidence, seeing it, seeing them talk. But it's more important for you to be talking about the evidence that's there. That's the most important thing. Engage with people. Show them the clips. Show them the clips that you're seeing on social media. Send it to an, a DM, post it on social media. But when you're in front of them, pull that shit up on your phone and show them. Look here. We don't have newspapers anymore. Who? When's the last time you've seen a newspaper? Your newspaper's right in your hand. It's right there. And if you've ever been on social media, on the other side of social media, here's what I mean. Social media has a lot of different corners in it, right? You go to someone's page, holy shit, it may, uh, it may look like a whole different universe on Twitter than what your universe looks like. Those people are not seeing what you're seeing. So show them. Show your Uncle Earl and your Aunt Edna those videos, those clips. Show them what happened. Show them what happened. Boy, it's a great Friday. I'm excited for the weekend. It's Father's Day weekend. I think I'm going to fire up the grill. What are you guys doing for Father's Day weekend? Are you guys doing anything special? Are you uh, treating the, your favorite father figure? Are you guys going out to dinner? Are you Are you having, I, I don't know, are you having a barbecue? Are you having a party? Making a cake? Uh, remembering the father in your life, maybe. Um, let's let, Let's remember all the great fathers this Father's Day weekend. Uh, but let's have some fun. And while you're having fun, let's make sure that you're that you are talking to those fathers, talking to those men, because sometimes it's the men that are the <laughs> problem. Ooh. Also, tomorrow, uh, uh, someone is bringing up here in the chat, I believe. Uh, let's see. There's so many people in the chat. I appreciate all the new listeners we have here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Thanks for joining us and coming back and listening to us every single weekday. Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Megan says, and Juneteenth, it is Juneteenth tomorrow. Um, make sure you recognize that. You know, we're going to talk about that today because I want to ask Gabe Sanchez, our co-host and executive producer, what his opinion on, is on Juneteenth. And, and if he knew about Juneteenth, I didn't, I, to be quite honest with you, I didn't know about Juneteenth. I didn't know about it. I had no clue. 
So I'm, I'm glad that I know now, but I, I think, I think the, uh, <laughs> the commer- commercialization of Juneteenth um, is kind of a little gross, you know, when you're, you're trying to sell bread and, and uh, uh, I don't know, <laughs> different things with Juneteenth on it. Eh, it's a little, it's a little weird, but uh, you know, and I hope, uh, I hope we uh, get through that. So uh, Juneteenth, celebrated this this Sunday because today is the 17th so Juneteenth is uh, this Sunday Father's Day so they fall on the same day this year so we'll be celebrating the exact same thing our exact we'll be celebrating two things on the exact same day is what we will be um so find find your 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 celebration this weekend find your joy find your happiness um because in light of what we're seeing with the January 6th select committee and some of this evidence and what Republicans are trying to do to our country, don't let them take it away from you. And what I mean by that is don't let them take away your joy and your patriotism. Um, everyone, everyone thinks that, oh my gosh, you can't, you can't, you can't be a patriot and you can't, you know, it's shamed in the American flag because they stole it away from us. Don't let them steal it away. Celebrate, celebrate these holidays um, in a way that you remember what actually happened. Cause Juneteenth is not, uh, it's a great, it's a great holiday to celebrate. I think of what happened of the people that were liberated with the truth. So let's, uh, let's celebrate father's day and Juneteenth appropriately and be patriots and be patriots. Um, let's, um, let's do this. Let's go to a break. And when we come back, hopefully Gabe Sanchez will be joining us soon. And then we will go surf the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends because I really want to show you this clip from Jim Jordan and break it down with uh, with Gabe here. Uh, this this clip of Jim Jordan. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll see on, tr- on a Trader TV news network. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after these messages. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your Pardon Blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Anybody else need a pardon blanket? The whole fucking line of people lined up to get a pardon blanket. John Eastman, maybe Jim Jordan, Matt Gatz, Marjorie Taylor Green, Lauren Bogart, I don't know. Scott Perry, Paul Gozar. I'm sure there was a lot of people like, oh, you're handing out pardons for treason? Yeah, sure, I'll take one. Absolutely, I'll take a pardon. 
for seditious conspiracy, for trying to overthrow the government of the United States. You goddamn right I need a pardon. Gonna need one of those. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Gabe Sanchez made that video <laughs> a long time ago. That's not new. That's not new. That video is old. When we found out that that, that it originally dropped in the Rolling Stone, I think, is originally where that story dropped, that they were members of Congress were trying to campaign for pardons. Now, the word was in that article that they were not just campaigning for themselves, but they were also campaigning for other members of the seditious coup, the Cheeto dust kangaroo coup, as it were, for Oath Keepers and Cowboys for Trump, which uh, speaking of that, I believe the Cowboys for Trump guy is supposed to be uh, uh, sentenced today or something. I think I don't know. That's Scott Mc, McFarlane. Uh, let's let's go to the uh, to the to the uh, well, what, here. We'll, we'll go to the uh, timeline here in a second. But these uh, pardons are man, that is a real thing. Here's what I think after listening to some of this evidence more and more. Because you got to kind of get into the mind of Donald Trump about some of this January 6th stuff, right? Because if if John Eastman was looking for a pardon and he didn't get one, and maybe he does have one, I don't know. Maybe he's got a pocket pardon because he's not indicted yet. <laughs> maybe Roger Stone has one. Maybe maybe Rudy Giuliani. Maybe Mike Flynn. Maybe Sidney Powell. I don't know. There's Lynn Wood. All these people, all these characters seem to come up that could possibly have pardons. None of those people are indicted. It makes me wonder that maybe if the DOJ suspects that there's possibly pocket pardons that these people are carrying around. We've heard that word start to circulate, pocket pardon, right? Meaning that you would... Um, Meaning that you would have a pardon in your pocket for when you need it. You know, it would be like Donald Trump going, oh, we all committed crimes, so we better pardon ourselves and just keep it in the old pocket in case we need it. Because I guess that's a thing. I, I don't know if it's ever been challenged before in a court. And that's that's where where it'll be challenged, rather a pocket pardon exists, even if they have them. I don't know. Uh, Gary Burns here on YouTube says, like pocket pool. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's like that, but it possibly could be. I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. Here's the thing. If these pocket, if these pocket pardons do exist, Maybe that's why some of these people aren't indicted yet. And here's what I mean by that. Now, I'm just I'm just surmising here, but this evidence is starting to show that these people knew they were committing crimes. They knew it. And other people knew it, too. And the White House counsel was telling John Eastman, you better go get you a fucking criminal lawyer, buddy. And that was on the day after January 6th. So there were still a couple weeks for John Eastman to go to Donald Trump to get his little pardon that he needed. And apparently he campaigned for one, so maybe there was a pardon line and they all got one. Now, why is that significant? It could be significant is the reason why DOJ hasn't charged some of these people yet. And the reason why is because they're trying to figure out what charges to charge them on 
because I don't think even DOJ knows how a pocket pardon would would work in a court. I don't know that we have any kind of legal history of what a pocket pardon could and couldn't do when you're pardoning yourself from crimes that you know you've committed, but they don't know you've committed yet. They haven't figured it out yet. I don't know. I don't. I, I have no idea. Some people say that it's a legitimate pardon. But think about it. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the DOJ is working every single angle, every single piece of evidence. Because maybe they pardon themselves from a certain amount of things, but forgot one or two things. Forgot one or two statutes that they could be charged on. I don't know. I don't know. But this pardon stuff seems to be at the forefront of some of this evidence. I mean, why would John Eastman, if he really did truly believe what his his legal theory was valid, would need a pardon for? Why? What would he need one for? Why would he even imagine he would need one? I mean, most people in this country don't have any fear of Kamala Harris handing over the election to herself regardless of what the outcome is, right? I mean, like there's, I, I have, I have, I am very, very confident that Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States currently will, will hand over a peaceful transfer of power, whether that's to her, the current administration, another administration that's a Democrat, maybe possibly, I don't know, Joe Biden could be challenged or a Republican. I'm very confident that she will do that, that there won't be this grand scheme to steal away the democracy and what the people want. Now, the Republicans are going to work really hard to steal the certification. That's what they're working on right now. That's the coup that is ongoing right now as we speak. They're trying to make sure they install MAGA Trumpledites in these secretary of state roles to be to be the state official over elections, and then they want to change to how they can do the certification so they can steal away your vote. No matter how you vote, they want to steal it away from you. Because their fascist ways are at risk here. Because democracy is their enemy. But I am very confident. Very confident. I have no... there's, And even John Eastman admitted that Al Gore had no right, and neither will Kamala Harris. Well, what the fuck? How, how much sense does that make? And really, honestly, I did a video about this pff, right after the election when they were floating this shit around that, that Mike Pence had the ability to crown a king. It's all nonsense. If that was the case, why wouldn't Joe Biden at the time? Think about it. Joe Biden was the vice president who presided over the certification of Donald Trump's win in 2016. Think about it. Why wouldn't he just threw it to Hillary? It really is some dumbass shit. Just boneheaded type stuff. But it doesn't matter because they were desperate. So desperate, in fact, that if Mike Pence didn't do what they said, they were going to hurt him. He was hiding in a fucking bunker. And again, I don't want to make Mike Pence into a hero because he's not here. Because he perpetuated this by running around acting like this was a viable thing. Up until the very morning when they released a statement saying he wasn't going to do what they wanted him to do. He should have unequivocally from the very beginning said, no, the president of the United States is trying to steal the election. He's trying to convince me to steal the election. He's a fucking shit box and I'm not going to do it. 
I'm on the side of democracy. I don't care if we lost or we won. I'm on the side of democracy. But Mike Pence didn't do that. He was looking for any way he could to try to see if this was a valid way to keep in power. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's why Mike Pence didn't didn't fucking testify. It's one thing that yesterday to try to make Mike Pence into some kind of fucking hero. Now, I will say the stark images of Mike Pence in a parking garage on a loading dock on a cell phone with a piece of paper trying to hold our democracy together. Because at that point, Mike Pence and his legal staff and his staff in general had decided that we can't do this. It's criminal. It's unconstitutional to do this. He knew he'd be at legal risk. That's why Mike Pence didn't want to do it, because he wasn't even sure if it was going to work the way that they wanted it to work. So at the very last moment, yes, Mike Pence was holding the government together. But not because he didn't try to see if there was a way that they could that they could take down the the United States of America and the vote that happened, the election that happened, the free and fair election. Not because he didn't try. He definitely tried. I mean, Jesus Christ, he pressed the guy who couldn't spell potato, Dan Quayle, several times. You sure, Dan? Are you sure? Are you sh- You're really sure? Like 100%? You're sure, sure. Like sure and sure and sure. Of, of course he wanted Donald Trump to still be the king. He just was scared that he would be locked up for it. And I believe that Mike Pence avoided criminal liability by doing what he did. Yesterday, seeing Greg Jacobs and the judge Mike Lutwig, Luttig, or I don't know, the guy who talked very slowly. The the hearing was very long because one of the witnesses was very uh, slow talking. I think he was very nervous to be there. I think he was very nervous to be there. I think is I think I think honestly, both the witnesses yesterday, vice presidents. Uh, formal counsel and his informal counsel, because that's who was sitting there. I I believe that those two people's lives are at risk here. They're probably getting death threats, their family and everything else, because they're really tearing apart this narrative that Donald Trump won. They're ripping it to shreds is what they're doing. Now, these two were forced to come, and I, I don't think the judge actually wanted to sit before the committee and speak with his own words with his own face on TV. But he did it. He appeared. He did his duty. And at the very end, he said that he would lay down his body on the road if he had to, to stop the coup from happening. So we saw that yesterday in the video. And next week, I believe the very first hearing is going to be, we're going to see what the coup was at DOJ, because this is just a one-pronged coup. They were trying the coup from all different directions. They were trying the court system, the Supreme Court. They were trying the state legislators. They were trying to get their own electors fraudulently. They were trying to get audits. They were pressuring secretaries of state to overturn elections. Anything Donald Trump could do to win because he was desperate. And the reason why he was desperate, folks, is because the pieces of evidence that keep coming out is that Donald Trump his team and everyone around him knew that he had fucking lost. The big lie is exactly that. It's a big motherfucking lie and they know it. And they continue to pe- perpetuate this stuff on their supporters and grift off them. 
Now, we want to laugh at them and call them dumb and stupid. But they're perpetuating a crime as we speak. Maybe in some jurisdictions. I don't know. Fraud is fraud. So we'll see. Let's get to the uh, Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. You know that we surf the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends every single weekday. Round up all the shit list here on the Tony Michaels podcast. We're going to go to the second hour. You guys know on Friday we do the bonehead too. Today's Friday. Bonehead of the week. You guys vote. We break it down. And you voted for bonehead of the week this week. You can go to our our Twitter page, at Tony Michaels Pod. You can vote there. Or if you subscribe on the YouTube channel, you can also vote on YouTube now for Bonehead of the Week. Don't miss it. It's going to be in the second hour today, so stick around for Bonehead of the Week. We're going to surf the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends right now. Let's start the countdown. Back to the Tony Michaels podcast. We have reached the part of the show where we round up all the tweety tweets and the trendy trends. The shit list roundup. Let's make this a little bigger so you can see the screen here. Um, again, there's there, there's a bunch of news this morning um, that I want to get to. Um, one a piece of the news is uh, that's the Jim Jordan thing. I want to get to that. But uh, here, uh, Scott McFarlane has this. Uh, he's reporting sentencing today in the January 6th case. Uh, Otero County, New Mexico County Commissioner, Coy Griffin. This guy, I believe this guy is the uh, the leader of Cowboys for Trump, I think. And yeah, that's what the fuck it's called. I think. I don't know. I I don't know. It's one of these one of these Trump humping groups. Um apparently he's not really even happy with Trump because he didn't pardon him. I I guess. I mean, I've 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 seen some videos of him talking about how he's not really happy with Trump. He thinks Trump's a pussy. You know, Trump called uh, Mike Pence a pussy. Everyone's scared of that word. Why Why is everyone scared of that word? They, they were saying the word fuck yesterday, and they wouldn't say the word pussy. Did you notice that? Did you notice they were terrified of the word that sometimes is to identify women's genitalia? They're terrified of that word. Why were they? I don't know. I mean, I, I it isn't surprising to me that Donald Trump... Called someone a pussy. He is a he is a fucking pussy. So yeah, the projection's real with that guy. And I mean, he was trying to shame Mike Pence into it, calling him wimp or whatever, you know, this or that. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> this guy here, though, um, this uh, he's a, again, he's a county commissioner. This guy holds power in New Mexico. This guy right here holds power. And today he's going to be sentenced in the January 6th case. Um, it says, per New Mexico Secretary of State, Griffin is being referred for possible criminal investigation in New Mexico for refusing to certify local election results. So not only is this guy participating in January 6th, he was an ongoing participation in the coup, the Cheeto Dust Kangaroo coup, in that one prong where they're trying to stop from certifying election results. Remember, this wasn't just one plan, like one, oh, there's one thrust. 
we'll just have Mike Pence crown Donald Trump king. No, that what that was just part of it. That was part of it. And that's what we're learning through these January 6th select hearings. These public hearings. It's, oh my God, they were all over the map. It ain't no wonder this guy couldn't do a rollout of the vaccine. You guys remember that? The end of 2020, after he had lost, the vaccine started to roll out. It was horrible. It was botched. They fucked it up because he didn't, he, he couldn't concentrate on anything but trying to overturn the election. And now we know why, but he was busy. I mean, he was busy working hard to make sure he was the president of the United States come January 20th illegally. I mean, he was committing crime after crime after crime after crime to try to make sure this happened. Calling secretaries of state, making sure that local officials were refusing to certify election results. Yeah, but it looks like um, this guy who's going to be sentenced in a federal court today will is being um, criminally investigated in New Mexico. So that is the news from Scott McFarline. These stories are going to continue, folks. We, we also had news yesterday that the Proud Boys hearing got pushed back to December. OK, and that, that's super important. Um, now, no one can make the claim that that's all political for this election. No one can make that claim now. DOJ has pressed that 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 trial to December, which means that trial will happen after this election. Now, some may say that's a bad thing. Like right? we want justice before the election. We want to know. And that may be the case. But now think about it. They can't make they can't make the claim that the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boy trial is somehow political and tied to this election. Come on, man. You can't make that claim now. That trial is pushed way back past the election. So don't let anyone make that claim. Now, we can actually scrutinize the evidence that January 6th Select Committee puts out. That's the whole point of us public knowing what happened that day on January 6th and what led up to it and even after it. So, yeah. Yeah, we can have the evidence in our hands and say it's not political because these people aren't going to go on trial until after the, the, the midterms. This isn't about the election. So. But these people tried to overturn the election, and I think that's the point. I think that's the point. And maybe if we can get America to pluck its head out of its ass and realize and hey, maybe we shouldn't be electing people who are seditious. And at this point, anyone who supports Trump or Trump allies should really think about, are they traitors or not? This guy, obviously, obviously, is a seditionist. If he's, I mean, if he's been convicted with January 6th and he's under possible criminal investigation for refusing to certify election results... That's what they're doing, folks. That's what they're going to continue to do. Um, some good news in the news. Jimmy Carter is trending for a good thing. A good thing. I see Jimmy Carter trending. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Michael Brown here has a picture of Jimmy Carter on a plane. Um, the tweet says, Jimmy Carter got on our plane and was seated in first class. Got up before the plane left and shook every single hand on the plane and thanked everybody. The plane erupted in applause and tears. It was awesome. Everyone loves Jimmy Carter. Everyone loves Jimmy Carter. He's like your grandpa. But the guy, the guy has done so much good for our country. Not, not just when he was a politician and not just when he was a peanut farmer. But the guy has used his influence, has used his 
is pro-democracy mind to help people in this country. Habitat for Humanity has provided housing for hundreds and thousands of Americans and given people hope, given people a way of life, which we should do more of, of that in this country. That's, that's, what, that's what freedom and liberty looks like right there in that picture with Jimmy Carter. Um, and I want to tell you something. When I first seen this picture, I got excited. And the reason why I got excited is because we'll see Barack Obama in these types of pictures. We'll see Joe Biden in these types of pictures. You will never, you will never in a million years, a gazillion years, ever see Donald Trump get on a commercial plane in first class. And you definitely will. I mean, unless he's handcuffed by the feds and they're transporting him somewhere. (laughs) But you will never. You will never see Donald Trump get up and shake everyone's hand and thank them. No fucking way. Not even, not going to happen in a million years. And that's the difference, folks. That's the difference between decency. That's the difference difference between someone who sees another person's humanity and fascists who don't. They decouple humanity from all things. And that's the difference. So thank you, Jimmy Carter. Thank you, Jimmy Carter, for being a decent human being and using your influence and your name to advance great American causes for great Americans. Thank you so much. Um, Adam Parkaminko posted this uh, video of... uh, Of Mike Lindell. I always love goofing on Mike Lindell. This is an old video. I've watched this video a long time ago. And I don't I don't know if Adam knew that or not. I mean, I mean, it's really it. Maybe it isn't. It, this could be the exact same scenario um, that happened over and over. And I'm just thinking that it was that video. But I think this is an old video. I think this is an old video. But this is Mike Lindell here at the beginning here. <laughs> Let me go back and read Adam's tweet first. Oh, this is hilarious. Adam says, just Mike Lindell sitting in his undies in public. Nothing to see here. <laughs> now, you think, what? Wait a second, Adam. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that Mike Lindell is sitting? Because he looks like he's in a suit coat here, right? He looks like he's in a suit coat. And he's got his cell phone here. He's kind of got a tripod. Looks like he's Looks like he's yelling conspiracy theories. Into the camera there. <laughs> but he claims he's in his undies. I've seen this. He is in his undies. Let's, let's, he's sitting out. I, I don't know. This looks like a cart, courtyard at a motel. I mean, this looks like a motel because you got the door here with the little lock on it. And you got the air conditioners here underneath the windows. It seems like this is some kind of resort or hotel. And this is like an atrium where, where there's uh, some tables and stuff. And he's set up outside for better lighting, maybe. I, I don't know. That way, when he's yelling conspiracy theories into the into the Trader TV network, that whatever Trader TV network he's on, maybe maybe they can see him doing that. You know, you got to have good lighting. You got to have good fucking lighting when you're committing treason and sedition. Jesus Christ. But this is an old video. But watch. He is in his undies. Watch. So we don't have that now, Brandon. We don't have that. So we got to... Love you, man. You were two patriots. No, oh, I'm sorry about that. Keep fighting, man. Keep fighting. Don't don't let the libtards 
There you go. Uh, let me pull the banner down so you can see it. Of course, this guy is trolling him. And this guy knows he's live on TV. But look there. <laughs> look at Michael Lindell. He is in his undies. Those are pad pattern printed boxer shorts. But he's got his suit and tie on, you know. I mean, hell, I'm, I might be sitting in my underwear right now. You just don't know it. You don't know. How do you know you can't see? But the thing is, I'm I'm sitting in my studio. This guy's sitting out in a hotel atrium where everyone's walking by and going, what the fuck is this crazy guy doing? Jesus Christ, this guy needs to... T you think... You would think for a guy who manufactures pillows for a living would take a fucking nap every once in a while. This guy needs a fucking nap. Jesus Christ, he's off his rocker. Take a nap, Mike. But let's, let's watch. This is great trolling, by the way. Again, this is an older video, but it never hurts to refresh everyone's memory how nutty Mike Lindell is. And the President of the United States was listening to this guy when they were trying to overthrow the government. Think about that. That's the context of this. Donald Trump, the President of the United States at the time where they were trying to commit a Cheeto dust kangaroo coup, was listening to this guy. Holy fuck. Call your names. Don't let them call you an ethnically dubious pillow pusher. Don't let them call you a, a marginally uh, brain. I love how he tries to power through it, by the way. Mike Lindell is trying to power through here. Really trying to power through and make sure that he gets his point across here on live TV. Of course, this guy is not is not having it whatsoever. None. Addled, uh, corrupt, goofball. <laughs> well, you're doing great. Don't let them call you names, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is be strong. Don't let them push you around or call you names like a completely clueless, crazy old man who believes everything he reads on the Internet. Don't let them call you names. Stay strong. You're doing great. Love you, man. <laughs> I don't know who the guy is that took this video, but oh my God, is he a patriot? That's a real true patriot right there, baby. I mean, if you're, if you're going to drape someone in, 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 <laughs> in the word patriot, this guy is it. Holy shit. Um, so Adam points this video out and Mike Lindell, well, he's a little crazy. He's a crazy kook. He sits around in his underwear talking to the phone, the trader TV. Um, Josh Marshall tweets today, lawyer for the GOP governor, can uh, the candidate recently arrested for J six crimes tells judge he still needs to keep his guns while under indictment. You guys know that I think his name is Ryan Kelly. I, isn't that his name? Ryan Kelly. He sounds like a, a college quarterback or something that the name Ryan Kelly, uh, is running for governor. And I think he's the front runner in the Republican primary. This guy is poised to be the Republican nominee, which is not surprising that a seditionist, a traitor, would would be the top contender to be on the Republican ticket. But this guy, uh, apparently, he was arrested on federal charges for January 6th. Um, and the judge, when you're, when you're on pretrial and federal cr uh, crimes, like all the January 6th uh, insurrectionists, some of them go home with an ankle monitor, some sit in jail. But the one thing that the they don't let you do is travel or have guns. Like that, that's something that you, like you got to get permission. Uh, we've seen that several times with uh, some of these insurrectionists where they've requested to travel. Um, but here, this guy is requesting to keep his guns. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I doubt the judge is going to let a seditionist who tried to overturn the government 
had their guns. I made a cry face. Oh, poor snowflake. Poor snowflake. Michael Beschloss points out a good point here about Mike Pence. Like I was saying earlier, Michael Beschloss tweets, if Pence, quote, never wavered, then why did he call up Dan Quayle to ask whether there was any way he could go along with Trump's demand to fix the 2020 election for Trump? Exactly. Why was he looking for a reason to do it if he never wavered? He wavered up until the very moment. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Mike Pence, listen. Again, this the images of him in the parking garage when he finally made the commitment that he would save democracy. He finally made that commitment. Finally. When he when he was in that parking garage with the cell phone, the piece of paper and the pen, those are stark images. Now, the vice president trying to hold together our government and crazy stuff. But don't make Mike Pence into some kind of hero from the beginning. Yeah, he he made the right decision. He did the right thing. He didn't commit a crime. Okay, let's applaud him for not committing the crime that the criminals wanted him to commit. Come on. That's what everyone should have been doing. Uh, Mayo tweets. Mayo is one of our favorite here. Good morning. To everyone who can't wait for Donald Trump to be penniless and in prison. We're almost to the penniless part. We're almost there to the penniless part. And, you know, the true social sucks. That ain't making no fucking money over there. His 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 business is about to go down. They got to testify here, here soon uh, in front of Tish James's team. Uh, take down the Trump organization. They're going to crack that up with a hammer and... and just like they did Trump University and the Trump Fund, the the Trump Foundation, the, the fraudulent charity that they had, they broke that up with a hammer. So they're going to break up their money laundering machine. So, I mean, he's going to be penniless before you know it. Why do you think he keeps grifting uh, his supporters for, for donations about election fraud and shit? This fucking guy. Oh, my God. This is hilarious. So you guys, we, we've had Walter on, Walter Masterson. I know you guys probably know Walter, his funny videos that he does, where he goes and goofs on the MAGA. And he's had several. He's he went. You, you guys seen one of the most famous ones is where he goes on the beach with Matt Gatz and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And the reason why it's so infamous is because that's the picture we have of Marjorie Taylor Greene's feet and why we know she may have three, maybe four toes. It's really weird. Her feet look really weird in that uh, in that picture. But that's one of the reasons why we have it. As Walter pointed out, because he went and he trolled Matt Gatz, right? He, yeah, I don't believe you're a pedophile. That's that's a really famous video. But Walter was at January sixth. He was at he was at the Capitol that day. He even told us in an interview that he was outside. Um, and a guy came out and and said, "Yeah, someone's been shot in there," and showed them the video of of Ashley Babbitt being shot. And that's when Walter's like, "Fuck this shit, we're out of here," because. He was down there trying to get, trying to, he, like he does. He holds a microphone and he goofs on these people, tries to get interviews with these people. That's what he does. He's done it for a long time. He's a comedian. He's trying to make comedy. And what better way than to hold a microphone in front of a MAGA mouth breather? But uh, Walter says here, the viral video I posted myself, he posted this video, is being treated as un covered footage quote unquote by QAnons that I was behind January 6th. Walter. It's all Walter's fault. By the way, it's all Walter. 
Here's the thing. Walter was actually in the footage for January 6th. If you guys were paying attention yesterday, there was one point when they were playing footage from January 6th, and there was a man standing there with a mask on and a hat and some camouflage, and he had an OAN microphone, and he was interviewing one of the Trump supporters that was laying siege on the Capitol. That was Walter. That was Walter trying to kind of create comedy. But this person, this account here, decides that this is real, real footage of Antifa here. Oh, yeah, I, this is real footage of Antifa tricking people and and actually creating the, the insurrection. I don't know. I can't figure out what they're trying to say that this is uncovered footage. It's hilarious. The satire and parody in here is hilarious. Watch Walter as he's preparing to go goof on these Magalodites at the Capitol. He's getting his disguise on. Okay, so remember this. I'm going to wear a mask underneath the mask. You should wear this. I'm wondering if I should wear What do you think I should wear as a hat? Should wear this or this? Yeah. Um. Here, this is your mask. Oh my God, the America mask. Dude, mask dude, 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 I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. You're, you've got to blend in. I know you can't stomach wearing it, but like you need to blend in. You can You have to have a visual identifier. Mm. I am not. You're not coming if you're not wearing this. All right. You, you can also wear this. If yeah. You... The the America hat might be my move. But we'll see. We'll keep. I'll bring them both in my backpack. We've got <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> oh wait. <yeah. laughs> CNN. We're ready to. Um, we're ready. I work. I don't know if we're committing crimes doing this, but you know, like, we're. Are you insinuating that I don't work for all three of these companies simultaneously? I, I am at I least like a little bit insinuating like, that you feel like you think that I don't work for all of them. They they won't trust you unless there's a visual, like there's something visual. <laughs> I want to bring in Gabe Sanchez here because uh, Gabe knows Walter. We all, he freaked out yesterday when we seen that footage. Of course, we were we were kind of behind the scenes, right? We were right, right, yeah. It was the yeah. As soon as as soon as I heard Walter speak and uh-huh. I saw the profile, I was like, oh, I know that bandana and I know that voice. And I immediately sent a message to Walter, and I was like, "Holy shit! You're, I was you're, like, you're, 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 you're you are now entered into the record. That is so fucking awesome. Uh, because we've talked to Walter about January six. Like, right. he he describes to us in our interview about like, and maybe we should go repost that or something on YouTube so yeah. people can see that entire interview. But Walter talks about an interview where he was visited by the FBI because he had a lot of footage from that day because he was down there goofing on them with a camera right. and, and fake microphones as this video shows. But well, this the, account- is, the, the, the important thing to remember here is that when he got visited by the FBI, he was not at his house, right? They, he was at a, he was at a friend's house and they, they showed up and they were right. like, we're looking for Walter. And they're like, what? what? The fuck? Yeah. So you got well, yeah. well, maybe today we'll go repost that interview. I, I, I don't know if we have it, but but we'll, we'll we'll post that over the weekend or something. And we'll show you guys that way. You guys can go watch Walter talk about uh, right. January because we ask him a lot about January six and some of the rallies and stuff that he went to. But January six, he had a lot of good stories. One of the stories that I just said on air is he found out Ashley Babbitt was shot from someone who walked outside and yeah. showed him a video on their phone, and he's like, "The hell with this," and he left. When someone right, yeah, killed, they they never out. they never entered the Capitol. Right, they were just they were on the lawn and on the steps area, and you know they enough where they could see what was happening uh, for people going in, but they never actually entered the Capitol. Right. Well, and again, that's why the FBI um, apparently, if you go watch the interview, uh, 
talks to Walters because they're really looking. I think they're looking for his footage more than anything. Um, right. But this 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 account here, there's what they say. This is hilarious. More footage on Antifa changing into Patriot gears to storm the U.S. Capitol on Jan 6. That was set up by Nancy Pelosi. Like what evidence in this video gives you any kind of indication, number one, that this is Antifa, other yeah. than this is clearly Walter Manterson. Well, this and- is the second time this has happened. The first time happened when it was the uh, it was the InfoWars crew. And they were like, oh, my God, you guys won't believe this. We figured out these guys were Antifa. It wasn't actually Republicans. It wasn't actually MAGA. It was the left. It was Antifa. It was BLM. That's what they kept pushing. And he's like, you guys realize that I'm a comedian. Like I publicly posted this, posted this stuff and I've handed said materials over to the FBI. Right. Right. But you guys are like breaking news. And then it's another person who's like, Oh my God, you won't believe this. And everyone's like, this is what you, you, you can't be serious right now. You think that this guy is trying is Antifa and he's trying to infiltrate the Capitol. He's fucking goofing on you all. And you're just an example of someone who fell for it. Well, here's Walter. Um, reaction to him being on because he was he was apparently he says I was trolling the January 6th hearing and they were live streaming he was on Twitch right right I think so and realized I'm featured as evidence this is my real time reaction so here's a screenshot here's Avalar speaking here and you see Walter um, you you know they're they're goofing on Fox News here is what they're doing on Twitch um, which is what Walter does but watch his reaction when he pops up on the screen Watch what happens when he realizes that he is part of history here. That's very hard to hear, but here is what the president wrote in his 224 p.m. tweet while the violence at the Capitol was going on. And here is what the rioters thought. So right now they're going to cut to. Uh, someone interviewing one of the quote-unquote rioters. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's a little creepy that they're even saving these tweets, right? Like, who does it? He's not even Oh, my God, Twitter. that's me. Oh, my God, it is. Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Is that me? That's you. <laughs> He's like, I know it's me because he, he it's his video. Right. It's his video. He's like, is that is that me? Because, if But I'm sure I would do the same thing. If I saw my video up on the big screen, I'd be like, wait, what? On January 6th? What? Yeah. No, no fucking way. Guys, like, I would probably have the same reaction to see that in real time. Be like, wait, no. No, they can't. Holy shit. They used my shit. Right. He's part of the historical evidence here. Yeah. He's part of the historical evidence. And if you notice, what's funny about this is he's holding an OAN microphone, which is the thing that he had in the bag, right? Right, right. Yeah. He he had 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 Antifa. Yeah. He was like, which one should I use? Fox News, OAN, Newsmax. He had a handful. Because he uses those to trick. To trick them right. into talking into yeah. the microphone, and here's the thing they too: say. they and a detail that people might know but might not know about is they released these videos, and Newsmax actually came after them, or maybe it was OAN. I forget which one. I think it might have been Newsmax, but they came after them because the another person that was with Walter, they switched. I think they might have switched mics as well, but they came back and said that they could not uh, post this video on YouTube. So the video had like blown up, and then one of the two. Uh, outlets oan or newsmax came after them was like this is ours you can't have it and it became this like back and forth with them and they eventually like actually news outlet you don't own this property this is theirs and then they got put back onto or like you know released back onto youtube i get you i get you well it, it, it if you notice the 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 outfit there 
that outfit is is the outfit that he was in the prior video that we mm-hmm. were watching where they think he's hired by Pelosi to go down here and goof on these guys. I, I don't know. I'm not really yeah, sure what it's, they it's really Well, stupid. I mean, like, you know, it's one of the it's it's the classic uh I'm not willing to accept reality. You know, it's you know what? It, it's very Trump-like, right? right? I'm not willing to accept the reality despite the fact that uh, so it is illegal. It it's not different? actually, yeah. And then so it's like, oh, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to uh, believe what happened. I want to, even though I was there, right? Even though this person might've been there and done something illegal, they were like, no, 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 no. The actual person who was the, the perpetrator, the actual bad person was Antifa. Antifa made me do it. And it's like, what do you mean? Antifa woke you up in the morning, told you weeks beforehand that you should show up. And then it was told you that you should make a weapon out of a flagpole. I don't think so. Antifa didn't do that. Well, I mean, these people will believe just about anything. And I think that's one of the main pieces of evidence that we're seeing that they're trying to undo is that these people still believe the big lie. Right. Right. And that mm-hmm. brings me to my next video about January 6th and the big lie. No one's a bigger liar than Jim Jordan here. There's a lot about this video because, and I may have to play it a couple times here, but have you seen this video yet, Gabe, of him talking about, uh, and now this is again, now this is an actual interview with OAN we see here. It isn't, it isn't a guy like Walter holding an OAN. I have door. not, I have not seen this video yet. So this is on AON coverage here. Um, but this is Jim Jordan with his reaction on OAN. So remember the context here of January 6th. Let's watch it. Congressman Jordan, your name came up quite a few times in the January 6th uh, committee hearing. And uh, I'm wondering what you make of this hearing so far, a couple days. Uh, what seems to be going on? Sir? I don't know that we've learned anything new. I mean, um, you know, we knew we already knew they were. Their goal. OK, so let's stop it there. So <laughs> so number one. If maybe Jim Jordan hasn't actually learned anything new. That's what I'm surmising. Yeah, maybe he was like, I already, because remember, Jim Jordan is the same person who was unable to tell any news publication how many times or when he spoke to Donald Trump on January 6th. His right. answer was like, um, um, uh, well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, um, uh, uh, well, uh, like, okay, so like a, a phone, a phone. Um, What's a phone call? What's a phone phone call, Mr. It depends on what your definition of uh, a A phone call call is, 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 is. well, it's, it's really funny because they all, they all know that they were in big trouble because they were, they were continuing to, uh, you remember the the hearing where Josh Holly and Mike Lee are like, so what kind of data did the FBI, like they're questioning the director of the FBI, like what kind of data did you collect inside the Capitol? They're like all of it. Like, you mean like all of it, all of it, or just like all of it other than us? Wait, 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 what do you mean that our cell phones have become tracking beacons? He goes, well, yeah, well, that's just typically how the building works. We can't have a security risk. So once you enter in, we have your fucking location on your phone. So that if we ever do something in the future or you come back, we know exactly who you are. We know exactly where to pinpoint you in the building (laughs) on footage. It's crazy that, that that they were asking these questions. Right. Here's they're like, Jordan. so so if I were to get rid of my cell phone right now, would that? And they're like, why are you asking that question? <laughs> right, right. There's no, no reason, no reason, no reason. Right. No reason. Little weird. <clears throat> uh, throw that throw out. Weird. Throw it out now. Right, throw it right. out now. Yeah, burn it. Burn it. Burn <laughs> they're like, we, we, you're still hot on the mic. We can still hear what right. you're saying. <laughs> what I mean, here's the thing is Jim Jordan apparently has learned nothing from this hearing. So he knew he knew the Trump, uh, the, the election 
uh, defense fund didn't exist. He knew that the Proud Boys wanted to kill Mike uh-huh. Pence. He he knew that Mike Pence was looking for a way to overturn the election. He couldn't find a viable legal way that would keep him out of criminal trouble. Because I believe that's actually the story. They wanted to make him into a hero yesterday. But I leave, I believe Mike Pence was truly looking for a way to not commit a crime and still do what Donald Trump wanted to do. Right. Um, but that's just my my opinion. Yeah, um, I mean, it would be crazy if we were able to, you know, recover those uh, what seven hours, right? Seven hours uh, of the seven hour gap in time of the oh, phone records. Well, right? I, I mean, or of the I, visitor log and right, all that stuff. Right. Like, well, I I, you know, I don't be surprised know if that Jim Jordan was in that in that gap. Right. Well, let's listen to what else he says here because. This is he he really it's almost like he's not watching these things and doesn't have to watch because he knew the whole plan in the first place. Right. Also, stop President Trump from running again. Um, they want to end the Electoral College. Um, so they had hundreds of witnesses, thousands of hours. Did of anyone discuss and, getting rid of the Electoral College? <laughs> so so he's talking he's he's dumbing it down for these viewers on OEN because right. they were talking about yesterday the act that the, the the law that sets forth those electoral laws. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one said yesterday that they want to get rid of it. Like, right. I, I mean, I think it's worth a it's worth a shot to look at it to make sure no one can commit a coup. I mean, right. it's it's, a, it's a worth at least examining that law that was written in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. It's a, at least worth. It's crazy. Examining. It's almost like it's a it's part of a living document, right? That's supposed to be organic and evolving, right, and changing over time because. There's no way that the founding fathers could have said, oh, yeah, uh, in h- these hundreds of years later or after the fact, we totally predict how we how our society is going to be and how this document should be laid out. Again, I think I think there is a way to look at that document. And I think that's what they're saying. I think that's what the committee is going to suggest here to examine. Document. Now, rather, we can actually get real movement on that um, right. is, is another thing. But. You know, that's up to everyone out there listening to go vote and to engage to vote people in who want to look at these policies and really say, maybe we should take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Now, let's listen to what else uh, unserious Jim. I don't report sex crimes. Jordan says. And they have two hearings. And I don't know that we like I said, we, we learned anything we didn't know already. So didn't he anything we know already he's like because I, I already knew everything. I already knew right, who yeah, I right. was talking I mean, to. Right. I was already knew what I was supposed to do. <laughs> You know, uh, I already knew they were supposed to kill uh, Mike Pence. No big deal. You know, we're going to get to bonehead of the week here soon. But boy, this guy, this guy, just like the rest of these chuckleheads, these knuckle draggers could be on bonehead of the week every single week, every single week. Let's let's listen. Um, I think the big takeaway is there's no pushback. There's no cross-examination. There's no there's no chance to, to hear anything from uh, from uh, from a different perspective. You mean from what? the traitor's perspective, right? Like, what, what are you talking what about? What other perspective do you need? Right. I, I don't know. You're, I, you're asking questions. They want alternative they're facts, answering, man. They right. Want they're answering facts. questions. Who's going to come in and be like, well, blah, 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 blah. Like, who's going to come in and give the alternative, the cross-examination? I, I don't. I, right. What is the alternative? Well, yeah. The what facts? is the so this person died. Oh, I don't think they did. And it's like, well, no, oh, no, God. man. Some of these people like, like this, um, this Cowboys for Trump guy that's supposed to get sentenced today. He's mm-hmm. the, he's a County commissioner, in New Mexico. We were talking about him earlier. He's the cowboy. He's the guy that wears the hat. And he, he hates Seth McFarlane because Seth McFarlane reports on him. But this guy, this guy is supposed to be sentenced today, but this guy, they were, um, I think it was maybe, 
someone, I think it was a good liars had a video that they were asking him whether mm -hmm. he believes that Brian Sicknick is still alive. He's like, I think he's still alive. It's possible. That officer's <laughs> not really dead. He faked his death. I'm like, what the Jesus. fuck are you talking about? You people are out of your minds. We're going to do bone end of the week here. We got, uh, we got a great bone end of the week um, this week. So uh, everyone stick around. We're going to go to break here real quick. And then when we come back, we will get into Bonehead of the Week. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Bonehead of the Week right after these messages. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain? because they have to live under communist tyranny. We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. It's only $50 a day <clears throat> recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. We're back to the Tony Michaels podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking through the break. The Trump Fund, we know now it's real. We know the pardon blankets are real. Gabe was right, spot on, he was correct. Bonehead, speaking of boneheads, we have now reached the point in the week for Bonehead of the Week. Gabe. Boom. I'm excited about this Bonehead of the Week. I really oh, am. Oh, man. But oh, I want to say first, I want to say first, boy. the two commercials today, the two commercials today, you made those videos a long time ago. Yeah. But we have seen that the evidence that has been laid out with the January 6th Select Committee in the public. All the way back in, this is a year and a half ago, 2020, November 2020. On. They keep living. <laughs> the pardon blanket, we know there's lines for pardons. Mm -hmm. And and we know that the, the Trump I called election the, uh, yeah, on, on uh, Online yesterday, I called it the... Uh, Trump's pardon buffet. And I said, how many people are online? And there were some pretty good responses. Somebody said, uh, Kushner was taking the orders of the yeah. line, you know? Oh, then, well, he was, he was bragging about the pardons. Right. He was like, you know, yeah, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm helping some people. I'm helping good people out, but he's also like, I'm helping not good people. Right. So, right. I'm trying to get some pardons here. Yeah. There's a whole list of them. You should see the members. I feel of like Congress. just somebody, somebody, <laughs> Now I imagine this moment like a ballpark where you're at, you know, and you're like, yeah, well, you know, normally he's like, yeah, I get a hot dog here, get your hot dog, you know, cold beer, cold beer. And then someone's like, pardons, get your pardons. Anybody <laughs> want a pardon? Like that well, we, is we know, hawking. We, that is Kushner hawking pardons to anyone. Well, you know that we we even seen evidence like back then during the end of January, yeah. right before the, like the people were paying people to go pimp pardons. Like Roger Stone apparently was paid to pimp a pardon for now, now pleading guilty. Joel Greenberg, Matt Gatz is Venmo friend. Right. right? Exactly. Like, I mean, that's, he was the, he was the, he was like, uh, he was like a pardon coyote almost. Right. He was like, listen, I'll get you safely across <laughs> the border in which we go from guilty 
you just pay me a bunch of to money. To completely safe and immune with a pardon. Mm. Seems funny that Roger Stone would have a personal phone line for pardons. Hmm. If he would he have a call and it's like ding, 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 ding. And he's like, hello, this is you, the you, pardon hotline. How can I help you? <laughs> and I said, man, maybe that's what the burners were for. Maybe that's what I the know. burners were for. But in my mind now, I'm just thinking of the old like telephone. like, hello, this is pardon hotline. How am I? Ha-? Like, I don't know why all of these people I'm doing impressions of are just old hawk and shit. Right, right, right. It's, but yeah, it's, I just imagine on the line and go through the, um, the, uh, uh, the hotline route and the, the person on the other end's like, oh, yeah, let me just, they're let like, me let me just, you. they're like, let me just, let me just patch you through. Hold on. He's like, uh, boom, boom. They just put the wire into the next part. He's like, yes, hello. This is Roger Stone here. I'm uh, here to give you a pardon. How many you want? You want 10, 10,000, 10,000 on party one? Like almost as if he's like taking bets, like a, a, like a bookie saying what, uh, what bets he's like, listen, we've got a bid for 10,000. Oh, looks like we got another guy sliding in. Uh, he's hedging his bets with 10,000 and $200. Like that's <laughs> so like taking bids on part. Yeah. Essentially. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> I mean, really it is like you're going through an operator and then right, you've and got then him on the, the other line. Who's like yeah. taking down these bets oh, for gosh. how much you're willing to pay for well, Gabe Sanchez, always right on top of these boneheads, always has him right in his satire and right in his sights with truth, right? The power with comedy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of boneheads, let's go to bonehead of the week. Gabe, bonehead of the week. I was mm-hmm. very surprised. I was very surprised by this vote. Uh, we see the Twitter vote here. Uh, Herschel Walker won the Twitter vote. He won the Twitter vote. However, however, he yeah. did not win the YouTube vote. See, and that's the as thing. a result. Right. We have maybe a different bonehead. We have a different I'm bonehead. Not, I'm not trying to give it away, but this was surprising to me because it I, was I, very close. The 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 percentage difference, I won't say who won, but the percentage difference was two point two percent. Right, and we're not trying to rig the vote here or anything. We're, we no. go by the numbers, folks. Hey, this people is, this wanted is YouTube to throw it into the mix, and now we have an eclectic, <laughs> right. diverse... It's almost like uh, we have two states. Two yeah, states, crazy. Two, two, two electors here mm-hmm. that we're working with, uh, with the popular vote in mind. Because here's the thing, folks. You guys vote every single week. Go to Twitter, at Tony Michaels Pod, or you can vote here on YouTube. Do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Because you can vote in both places for Bonehead of the Week every single week. And then we break it down right here on Bonehead of the Week for you. But today was a little strange because one won one place and the other won the other place. And we had to certify the vote, Gabe. I can I I know we had to certify, you know, and luckily, mm-hmm. you know, I did have to kind of fend off my my home, you know, from uh, from a bunch of people who were unwilling oh, to really? accept the results of this. Oh, so this there race. might have been an insurrection there. Almost, while almost. You were, while you were certifying, but the I vote. got a call from uh, I see. from Dan Quayle, and he oh, said, okay. "You know how to spell coup?" And then he spelled <laughs> it for me. Did he spell it wrong? Did he spell it C O O P? At first, he was like C O. You, he, he got it. He got it by he the end it. there. He finally, he finally spelled Q right. Everyone knows that Dan Guell is famous for not being able to spell potato. Pot- potato. 
but oh, that, that, and that's the guy who may have saved democracy. Um, speaking God. of people who didn't try to save democracy, uh, here we have who tried to overthrow democracy. Mm-hmm. Here we have a couple people because Herschel Walker would love to be part of the next overthrow. Oh, uh, yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. his best. He's I mean, I wouldn't minute. I wouldn't doubt this guy already begins to throw in the idea that this thing was rigged. This election in Georgia isn't going to go my way. So I might as well pull a Trump and say, guys, the only way that I lose is if the other guys cheat. Yeah, Herschel, what do you think he's that smart though? I don't know. I mean, no, I'm, I mean he's gonna talk about an organization of men that's watching women, that's watching votes, what? that's watching what? TikTok. You know, is that a government agency? Is that he a said it, he said it, it's a real thing. He <laughs> said it, there's a government agency <laughs> that of men watching women with how guns. do these people take these people seriously? It's oh. I don't know. They drank the Kool-Aid man and they, you know, they took out another mortgage on their home and they paid into mm. the Trump election fund and then they oh found out God. that it was not a real thing and they all got scammed and they said, Hey, where do I sell my car to get cash to give you more money, Trumpy baby? So and we can vote right for Herschel here. Walker, a guy yeah. who lives in Texas, who's a carpetbagger, who didn't graduate from UGA, who yeah. was not in the FBI, who did not invent the wheel and did yeah, not yeah. invent the Internet. Um, but so he, he did. He did. Herschel Walker invented CTE. Oh, well, that's possible. Yeah, or at least that's, he first discovered it. I don't right, know, right. That one. could be. That could be. Well, he's probably a doctor, too. And speaking of fake doctors, we have Senator Rand Paul on our list as well. Um, Senator Rand Paul, of course, we know trends every now and then because he's a dumb fuck. Yep. Um, and yesterday was no no surprise that he was trending. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Me and you watched the video because he started to trend. We were like... We're like, who's the bone end of the week? We were trying right. to figure this out. And they were like, oh, of course he did something. Right. Rand Paul was trending. <laughs> and what the funniest part is, is Gabe asked me before we went and before we went and seen exactly why he was trending. He said, why is Rand Paul trending? I said, I don't know. Probably something, some stupid shit he said to Fauci. And I mean, you can't, you can guess exactly yeah. what these. At this point, it's do. now always going oh, to be about God. Fauci. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. if there ever was. <laughs> If there ever was a story of two villain or like two rivals, right? And it's like, what's your villain origin story? And Rand Paul's like, as soon as Fauci was born, I right. knew there was a disruptance in the in 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 the earth, and I had to go against him. And now his whole thing is he go, you know, he's like, I'm a doctor, and he tries to go <laughs> against Fauci at any point. An act, he tries to go to act, an yeah. actual doctor. Right. You know, it's funny in this clip here because Rand Paul. And and all the fucking the Fauci obsessed right wing far right people who think he's some kind of I don't know what the hell they think he is some I just can't figure it out some kind of demon or some shit. But he he's accusing Dr. Fauci of of owning um, uh, 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 patents, right? Mm-hmm. Which he does because right. he he is he is a doctor and he does work in a lab and he does develop things for medicine. That end up being patents for different medicine and things. And that's how that works, right? Mm -hmm. And generally, if you have a patent, you might or might not get paid for it. Depends on the situation. And sometimes it could be a shitload of money, right? We know there's a shitload of money. It also depends on how many people are on the patent. So when you pay out, you could be like one person or it could be a team of people. Right. It could be dozens and dozens of people that actually, quote unquote, own this patent. You're getting royalties like you would in any other thing. Now here, Senator Rand Paul in this clip is asking for some proof, and he and he really steps in here when Doctor Fauci uh, gives him the yeah. Just watch, just watch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
called the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen it? Won't even let him answer. What do you let him talk? And the reason why Rand Paul won't let Dr. Fauci talk is because he's going to hand him his ass. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason why Rand Paul knows the gig here. Rand Paul knows he's lying. He knows he's exaggerating shit because, yes, Dr. Fauci does make money in patents. He does. And he makes money in research. That's what he does. That's part of his work that he does. But it it is it is disingenuous for Rand Paul to say anything anymore about Dr. Fauci, like anything at all. Right. Is disingenuous. Ever received a royalty payment. From a company yeah. that you later oversaw money going to that company. You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I well, well here's the thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't gotcha. you let us know how much you've gotten? <laughs> ha ha. I mean, Dr. Fauci is like, do you have any idea how many? Because he probably is on, like you said, teams for those yeah. patents. You're he's on probably a team on, in a lab of he's, people. Right. And he's probably on hundreds of them. Right. Yeah. And there's some that he's probably on that he's not even really fully aware of. Like it's an old patent mm -hmm. and he, he really didn't have a lot of research work to do with it. But because he had something to do with it. He's placed on that patent, right? Yep. And and somehow, somehow, Rand Paul thinks because Dr. Fauci had a minute thing to do with some patent somewhere that's making no money, because that's right. the thing that, that fucking Fauci's going to show you here, is that, yeah, yeah, you're talking about money. Okay, we'll show you how much money. But again, they're making, they're making, they're trying to make mountains out of, out of molehills here, right? right? Let's, let's listen. And from what entities? The NIH okay, refuses. Yeah, Look, yeah. we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not, who got it, and how much. They refuse right. to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make right. vaccines? Can you tell uh, me that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committee... If you let him fucking talk, any you money from people who make vaccines... Soundbite number one. Are you going to let me answer a question? <laughs> this okay, is great. This so is, let me give you some great. information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement, according to the Buy Dole Act. So let me give you some example. From 2015 to 2020, I the only royalties I have was my lab and I made a monoclonal antibody for use in vitro reagent that had nothing to do with patients. And during that period of time... Now wait for it, because he's going to tell you how much money he made. Everyone get ready to know how rich, how rich Dr. Fauci is from this patent. Hold on to your seat here. You're going to find out. My royalties range from $21 a year... <laughs> $700 a year, and the average per year Here we go. was $191.46. Boy, Dave, he's, really rolling. <laughs> he's, really, he's really rolling in it. You know, it would almost be like it would almost be like Rand Paul who takes money from a lot of fucking people, even yeah. makes money selling stock and buying stock during right, right, the right. pandemic. Or like maybe makes money from Russia. You know, right, right. Like All kinds of shit. You think this guy would be like, whoa, 152 bucks? Some bitch, right. you could buy a steak dinner with that. This guy. Yeah, I mean, that is, it's honestly like, oh, what can we buy with this? It's like, well, look, look, we can go all out. And they're like, oh my God, what can we buy? And he's like, 
a a very nice dinner. Right. You know, this he's is like, really wait, 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 you're, you're not making thousands, you're not making millions. He's like, no, actually, you know, I'm making as little as twenty one dollars. <laughs> A you know, like, year. That's, that's not, not not like a minute, not like every right, right. second. A year. You're a like, year. that's like a couple sandwiches worth. And right. it's like, a I mean, you can maybe sandwich. get three if you go to Subway, you right. know? Right. This is ridiculous. Uh, the, the best part of this video is to come, though. It's all redacted. It's all redacted, and you can't get any information on the eighteen hundred scientists. Your, your time is so. Long we want to know whether Senator or not Paul. people got money from the people who made the manufacturing. Senator Paul, vaccine. your time is long over expired. I gave you an additional two and a half minutes. The witness has responded. We are going to move on. So I, I actually missed it in here. Let's let's see this best part. We ask them. This is I, not the clip that we saw yesterday. Whether or not it isn't. No, because when he says soundbite number one, it's on Fauci, but he says it here and it's still on Rand, uh, it's still on Paul. Oh, I see. I see. You just got to find where that clip was. Yeah, I know, because he calls him Senator Soundbite, doesn't he? Is that what no, he calls him? Well, he goes, no, because he goes soundbite number one. He right. might have, well, he might have been like Senator and then he said soundbite and he goes soundbite number I, I one. Swore, like, he was calling it out video. and you're like, this shit's going to be used against me. Soundbite number one. Can you let me answer the question? I swore he called him Senator Soundbite. Here's another. He might have, but it might have been another a copy. It might have been a combination. No, we got we got to look for this money in research payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company. You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. I well, well, here's the thing: is why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH okay, refuses. Senator? Look, we ask them. We ask them. The NIH. We ask them. Whether or not who got it and how much they refused right. to tell us, they sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know it's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Right. Can you tell me uh, that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever uh, received gonna, any money from people who make the vaccines? Soundbite number one. Are you going to let me answer a question? There it is. Soundbite yeah. number one. I thought he called. I no, no. He, he was just trying to get like Senator. You're going to let me finish, and then he was like Soundbite number one. Are you going to let me finish? Or he the called question? Senator right, right. Rand Paul Senator yeah, Soundbite because yeah. that's totally what he is. And no, totally. Hence, I mean, like that's. I mean, here's the thing. You look at like one is what was the committee hearing for? What was the hearing for? And what was he answering questions about? And like was the questions that he had even remotely related to what was happening. And even if it was, he's already answered the question and already told him, I make fucking $21 at the low end, 700 on the high end. And on average, I'm making 100, 120 to 150 bucks or whatever right, it was, right. enough to buy some nice meal, maybe. Right, if that, right. That's like not even covering the tip. And that's like a meal for one. Like if I were to go to like the, the Capitol Hill Club, and go buy a meal like that would probably be the lunch. Oh my if god! That. I I would imagine that uh, the way that ran Senator Soundbite Rand Paul does his hair, it probably cost about one hundred twenty five bucks. Oh, dude, I would perms, say that that perms, perms are oh not god. are not that cheap. Perm has got to be at least one hundred fifty dollar perm, man. Yeah, Fuck. I mean you can't get it wet. You know, I, I I learn most of what I know about perms from Legally Blonde. So oh, you know, okay, gotcha. I am an expert. I gotcha. would say well, that's good. You know? That's good. Senator Soundbite from henceforth. Henceforth, Senator Rand Soundbite. Paul will be known here on the Tony Michaels podcast. But you could also say all of the Republican representatives and like congressmen Our and senators Soundbite. or senator or like, you know, congressmen or representative soundbite. 
Senator soundbite. Like that's what they are. Cause that's what they're doing. They're just trying to create fake outrage right. and they're trying to say, Hey, I need my sound, my 15 minutes of, uh, of spotlight or of fame on Newsmax or OAN or Fox right. news or whatever bullshit network, because I want to be like, gotcha, bitch. And really it's like, no, you didn't, you didn't well, get them. Well, let's talk about a gotcha bitch moment um, for someone who wants to be a Senator soundbite. Mm. Herschel Walker. Ooh, you, I, I questioned yesterday. You were like, no, we need to put Herschel Walker on yeah. this thing. And I was Dude, like, why? Father's what, Day is this Sunday. What's the, what's the, what's, <laughs> why? Why would we put Herschel Walker? Do you have a, a clip that we could play or something that I could show uh, these folks? So why, why we're putting him on the list? Because I was really unaware of this. I have been paying attention to our hearing and some of the production. Now, everyone knows that Gabe is Christian Walker, Herschel Walker's, uh, son that he actually acknowledges that is his son apparently mm -hmm. um he's his virtual roommate on the internet um not actual roommate but you know kind of parody type right, roommate right, 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 yeah on the internet and there there may be based on a video we're about to play there may be a video coming out where i'm just trying to talk oh, to my roommate you know because so you know father's day is on sunday it is it is on sunday a lot of people in the beginning of the show were said they're going to celebrate father's day and juneteenth mm. on because it's a dual it's a dual day um right there but uh but what video are you going to show us here what is this um so this is a video mm -hmm. that was released uh let's let me look up really quick when the actual release date of this video was this is christian walker right do i have yeah, to play is... the whole 50 seconds of this of your roommate here or just the first you don't you don't have to play the whole okay because i really this guy, i mean you could play the whole thing but you, know, you don't have to play the whole thing your roommate is really he's a he's a piece of fucking work this he is guy. um definitely a character oh my you know? god Whoosh. Uh, but this video he i don't want to lose the audience by playing i know this video. i know i know <laughs> but I you're gonna know. make a video based but on i'm gonna make play. a video that might be more kind of um digestible we'll okay say. so so everyone it's uh, five five twenty seven is when he released that video wait 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 this year yeah yeah this is this year so this five twenty seven this is within the last month one two three uh yeah like three and a half weeks ago oh okay ago. so it sounded like he knew news was coming maybe maybe he's de definitely doing high projection here but on on this take it's something Let's let's watch it here and see what we got. Fathers, it would be great if you stayed home and raised your kids instead of ran off to bang a bunch of women who weren't your baby mama. Stay home and raise your freaking kids. Your kids need a father. Get back home. Get back home. If you take out your thing and you get a woman pregnant, guess what? The party days are over. The acting foolish days are over. You go get a freaking job and you support your new Family, get home. Ray okay, 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 okay. <laughs> the reason, the reason why, the reason why this, it, this is, um, I guess, newsworthy that this fucking <clears throat> chucklehead is yelling and screaming the same thing over and over. And number one, he's talking about, he, he's alluding to abortions. I think here, yeah, but, he's, uh, yeah, he's talking about abortions and he's talking about how. Uh, but the funny part is, is the recent news. I think that's what you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if we go back earlier this week right i believe it was 
That's like centuries ago, Gabe. That's oh, like 20 I know, years ago. I know. Ago. I, th- I want to say it was Tuesday, maybe okay. Wednesday. Maybe maybe Wednesday. Was there only one baby revealed? Because we knew well, there was a baby. Tony, Tony, if there's one, there's more. <laughs> you find out that he has uh, a secret 10-year-old uh, child. Who? Who? That- Christian? Herschel, no, Herschel. 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 Oh, okay. Walker. So no, Christian no, no, no. has has a sibling, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He's got a sibling. Now, whether he knew about that sibling or not, I don't know. It seems a little bit weird that he would make a video like that if he actually did know about it. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if he did know about it. And then maybe he that's was when he found out. Maybe that's exactly. Why he, he I know. And he's and he like the video. Here's the thing. As much as Herschel Walker says, "I love my son. I love my son." I mean, Herschel Walker is also one who which says, one? Which one? The son, yeah. Which, well, he's like, I I love my one son, Christian Walker. Oh, he okay. says he the said one he on, claimed on, before yeah, this yeah, one, on, yeah, yeah, he's claimed before and talked about. Now, the other thing to remember here is that Christian Walker is gay. Yeah, but Herschel Walker has also talked about he doesn't really support the gay community or the right to get married. Right, so these are things right. that contradict the beliefs that his own son has, which is very hypocritical or it just doesn't feel right for someone. Well, doesn't doesn't even Christian hate. Walker say really, really some vile stuff about about people who are in the LGBTQ community? Well, he, call, he calls them all. He says they're liberal trash and he calls them ghetto, ghetto liberals. And he says uh, blue hair, you know, blue hair liberal girl and all this bullshit. And there's like, oh, and then he obviously he's very transphobic. He does not support trans people, doesn't support them being involved in sports, which, again, is like point zero something percent in terms of what the actual breakdown of people who may have been male and transitioned to female and then participated in a female led sport. Right. And so it's a lot of people projecting their own insecurities and their own kind of worries onto other people and worrying about their own lives, which is very on brand for Republicans, right, which is right. like, let me enter your home especially, and tell you how to live your life. Especially a social media influencing Republican. Exactly. Who, who that's all they do is spout hate. So let's right. get back to Herschel Walker. So we found out he had one unknown yep. child. We found out he had what's the one, new news? What's one the new unknown news? child. And then, and yeah. then it was revealed that he had additional unknown children. That how, were secrets. How many? How many? And I believe the number is at three right now. <laughs> should you? Should we start making a graph like a thermometer where you? I almost you fill up the thermometer of how many uh, known children. Yeah, yeah. So may have. Yeah. So it's it got to be a lot because Christian Walker was saying it over and over again. Right. 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 Every time he said, it. you know, right. Maybe that baby was mama, whatever. But the other thing is really important is because Herschel Walker has commented and said that the issues that happen within our society are based on fatherless homes. So he's attacked people who are fatherless. Uh, and he's victims, made homes fatherless. And he's made homes <clears throat> oh, that's fatherless, which again, is completely on brand with the Republican Party to project and be hypocrites. But what happened was Wednesday, Secret Child was revealed, you know, name anonymous, obviously, and the mother anonymous, which is good. And then we find out on Thursday that two more unknown children have been added to the Herschel Walker Secret Kids Club. This this isn't like, these are young children too, right? These are really young children. This is recent. uh, one, One of which is 10. Right. Christian Walker is 22. Uh, the third one is 13. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he has another he has these a daughter. From different, these are different women or these are? It I, looks I like know. different women. So oh. you've got one woman who had a boy who's 10. Then you had right. another person who had a child who's 13. 
out of not, wedlock. Not to sh- I, you know, and no, I don't no, want yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I'm not, yeah, yeah. And if, I'm just, if, if just, you end up, if you having different partners and you end up having different children, you know, totally fine. fine. I just, I just think it goes back to the hypocrisy of it all. Oh, that yeah. You say these shitty things and your roommate says these shitty things. Fuck these bones. And the, and the other one is a 20 year old daughter. So he's got okay. three sons and one daughter. But Christian up until this week is the only one that. It, we, well, that's the only one that everyone acknowledged. And that's the only one that he acknowledged. And that's the one, you know, and the other, the other thing, too, is that the party with their, you know, his campaign, you know, his team was like, oh, we've never not acknowledged his other children. He loves them all the same. Don't try to politicize this. And it's like, well, it's a bit of an issue if you've never actually acknowledged them. And then the day that they come out in terms of being revealed that they were secret children out of wedlock, then you're like. I, I love all my children all the same. And that's how it was for the first kid. And then two additional kids came out as yeah, being. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe there's something we just don't know about Herschel Walker. Maybe he invented cloning and these Ooh. are clones children. I'm just saying, um, I mean, you know, <laughs> what was it? Golly, the sheep, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, Golly the sheep. maybe he was that maybe not only he was the inventor, CTE, but he, he was, was the, the inventor, inventor of cloning. He and he was the, the one who actually he invented the wheel. He invented the mm-hmm. internal combustion engine, um, <laughs> which, which I don't know who to uh, past Walker here. Cause uh, uh, fuck him. I guess you would say he is a bonehead, <laughs> but where's, where's the, um, the DM, we got this uh, dishonorable mention, Ken Paxton. What was what was the reason why he was on the list? Is there a certain reason yeah, why you so, put him as DM? Yeah, I put him as DM mention? because Ken Paxton decided to give his two cents on the victims of Uvalde. Is saying, this where he said God or some shit? He God said shit. God has a plan and you know life is short and... It is what it is, which again, very on brand for Republicans to be like, we care about Republic, we care about lives, and then only to say, nah, well, you know, it's God's plan. Like well, this isn't like this isn't like some fucking Drake song, okay? This is actual, these are actual people, actual children that have lives that matter. But and to him, he's talking he's about like, the Uvalde deaths and, and right. specifically, Salon has a, a quote here of Texas Attorney General Kim Paxson, who is uh, and crim- uh, uh, being investigated on criminal charges on the Uvalde death. God has a plan. Shannon Watts tweeted, Texas, your current attorney general thinks the answer to mass shootings is God has a plan and armed teachers. If you want an actual plan to address uh, gun violence, please uh, follow and support Raquel uh, Garza. Is that, is that, are they running? Um, oh I yeah, she is. She is yeah. running. I don't know. Is she running? Uh, she's running for attorney general in, in Texas. Um, mm, is, nice. is what Shannon is pointing out here. So, um, yeah, he said God has a plan. You know what? I I remember this because I tweeted. Um, I tweeted. I think I tweeted at Ken Paxton. I believe. I, I don't know if he posted something or something. I think I tweeted at him. Uh, you can take your God and stick it up your ass. Like if mm-hmm. this is if this is the God's plan that you had, you can take that and stick it up your ass. Uh, what's this link you sent me here? So that's the actual audio clip. So if you of want him, to play him, that, him that's him. That's, that, that is Ken Paxton uh, being a shitty human being. Okay, well, let's play this and then we'll move on to the alpha cut because we got to get to the winner here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we've got... Let's, let's pull this up. And here. for anyone who doesn't know, Ken Paxton is the attorney general for Texas. This He's also the video. guy that's this under... Video. This is just audio, right? It's a video, but just audio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll just yeah. play it here. Listen might give a little comfort like i, I think it's it, it's difficult to give comfort if I, if I lost one of my children i'd be pretty devastated uh, especially in in a, in a way that's 
is so senseless and you know seemingly has no purpose. Uh, I think I would say, I would just have to if, they, if, if I had the opportunity to talk to people, I'd have to say, look, there's always a plan. I believe God always has a plan. Um, life is short, no matter oh what my it God. is. And certainly, we, we're not going to make sense of. You know, okay, I can't. I can't take any more of that. God has a plan. God had a plan to fucking have this guy go in and. Right. God what? has a plan. Life is short. Yeah. Life is yes. Life Jesus. is very fucking short, Jesus especially Christ. for children. Especially when you're slaughter. allowing people to go slaughter these fucking people because you want you want right. anyone and everyone to own a gun because a couple couple families in this country benefit with profit. I mean, the the response again, the response is very on brand for Republicans and the GQP, where they say, I mean, it is it is very much. They're like, with that being said, they're like, look, I am devastated. I would hate if my children were the victim of gun violence. Well, of course they would. Now, with that being said, life is short and we just got to yeah, move on. Those, so it's like, why are you guys, other kids, why are you guys complaining? Kids. Why are you guys complaining? Right. That is what they're saying. That is what crazy they're, they're upset at the fact that people are upset that children were slaughtered. It's crazy as shit. And, uh, we got our alpha cuck here. Um, uh, Barry uh, Loudermilk. We know why Barry Loudermilk is the alpha cuck here. He keeps lying about this tour that he's giving Gabe mm-hmm. uh, at the camp. He's you changed know, his story so many right. times. It went from no tour to I gave a tour right. to a few people. Then I gave a tour to a few families and their friends to I gave a tour to about 16 people. Okay. And yeah, they were taking photos of some weird angles and stairways. And the other and, thing that the other thing that, cause I heard an interview where he's talking about, cause the, the one guy standing in the stairwell, taking a picture of the stairwell, he's like, Oh, well there's a railing there that has a really ornamental thing than he was taking. No, you can yeah. tell he's taking a picture up this, not well, up also, the fucking banister. There's also the uh fuck out of here. They, um, it was, who was it? It was, uh, it was, uh, representative Zoe Lofgren. And she yeah. said in an interview, they're asking, I think it was on MSNBC, but they're asking like, Oh, what about this claim that they were taking photo? And she's like, no one ever takes a fucking photo of that thing. Like, no, that's not a thing that you take photos of. That's not right. something that somebody comes in and goes, I'm going to the Capitol and I'm taking a photo of this gold object. Right. It's just, it's just. Insane. They're just making up shit. And and the thing is, and then he's talked about the children wanted to see the tram and all this. Yeah. Like he just, cause at first it was, I didn't give any tours. Right. And then it was like, no, no, my family was there with yeah, me. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well maybe constituents. And then he's like, no, 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 we didn't go these places. And he's like, yeah, we went there because of like, it just keeps moving the goalpost. I mean, it, the, Which is and, on brand for these Republicans. And I didn't know who this Barry Loudermill Nobody was. did. Nobody knew who this guy what was. He could have lived his life in just mediocrity. I'm and no one would have ever known what he was. Just a subpar white dude, mediocre. Mm. That's who he was. And then he decided to enter the chat and say, I never gave a tour. I never gave a tour. And then he's like, okay, maybe I maybe I did give a tour. Okay, I was a little bit naughty. I did give a tour. <laughs> okay, you know what? I did give a tour. It was to a group of people. Okay, it's like, what do you want me to like bring not bring people in before the insurrection? Right. So like right. don't know how to get around. That would be very unchristian like. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of people who wanted to um overthrow our government we do have one of those another one of those on our bone of the week he's actually mm-hmm. the winner john eastman we know is mm-hmm. um, a law professor some obscure guy who no one knew until he tried to commit treason here at yeah. least that's what it looks like this guy was trying to 
trying to overthrow our government of the United States and trying to commit possible violence when he's trying to get Mike Pence to do something that Mike Pence can't do. Mm-hmm. And then the violent mob, because he was at the ellipse that day, Gabe, everyone's like, oh, John Eastman was just the legal part of it. I'm like, bullshit. That motherfucker was on the stage inciting the fucking people who went to say hang Mike Pence and they were calling right. him out and, and, and bullshit. John Eastman is part of the uh, what created the mob. He right. wasn't just the guy writing the fucking memo. That's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. Him and Rudy Giuliani stood on the stage and said, in so many words, we have a plan and we need to execute this yeah. plan. I mean, remember, he was us. he was also at the Willard Hotel, the command center right. for the effort to deny with, Biden his presidency. Rudy Giuliani, Steve Bannon, and Christina Bob. Mm-hmm. They were all there trying to coordinate this effort to overthrow the government of the United States. And when Pence told them no, they kept pressuring and kept pressuring until the very last minute. And yes, Pence did not break. He tried to find a way to break where he wouldn't be criminally liable. But right. speaking of crime um, and other officials, it seems as if, um, well, uh, why is that staying? Anyways, uh, let's let's go into the tweet here. There we go. There we go. Uh, Tristan Schnell has here breaking Jeannie Thomas officially served with the letter requesting her to meet with January 6th committee regarding her communications with John Eastman. Um, they are proposing July 6th, 7th, 8th, or the week of the 11th. Um, so in July, uh, so this is June 16th. This is yesterday that they served or sent, I guess, uh, Jeannie Thomas, Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court Justice's wife, a letter saying, we want you to come talk to us about the information in the John Eastman emails. That's really funny. Do you remember 2016? There was a, a presidential election. Mm, and there were yeah. a lot of people talking about someone's emails. Do you remember this? Yeah. It, who's the woman? I can't remember the email lady that we had, uh, but they still talk about her over on Fox yeah. News. Didn't they she go through like 11 hours of like, yeah, uh, you she know, did testimony she, hearings? She did. She did yeah. go through a lot of hours of testimony. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> it's Hillary Clinton. Oh, they still freak out about right, emails. right. But, but here right, we actually have yeah. an email lady who's actually trying to overthrow the government with John mm-hmm. Eastman. Now, John Eastman still tweets. Did you know this? I didn't know this till this morning. John Eastman still tweets? Here it is. Here's his Twitter account. I'm no. not shitting you. This is Dr. John Eastman's uh, Twitter account. No, don't call him doctor. Don't. But that's call what him it doctor. says. I'm yeah, just. Well, I'm just you know saying, what? You know, I could look, say a lot of things on the internet, and it wouldn't be true. That the, the greatest part here is former. Former. former constitutional law professor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He isn't anymore. <laughs> he was the dean at Chapman University, too. I don't know where the hell. I think that's somewhere in California or some shit. I'd be curious to know how many people come out of that school being like, oh, man, I got the best education on this guy. Or being like, oh, my God, please don't ask me about John Eastman. Please don't ask me about John Eastman. Right, like, right. There's completely embarrassing. Like, this guy tried to fucking overthrow the government. Not only does he have a Twitter, he has a sub stack where he apparently writes about his crimes. I don't OMG, know. OMG, Mrs. Thomas asked me to give me an update about election. What's the crime here, guys? I tried to fucking do a coup, okay? What's the big deal? This is hilarious. This is hilarious. The guy who tried to overthrow the government with Trump actually in all caps tweets omg he's supposed to be some kind of constitutional professor and right. smart dude right <clears throat> omg miss thomas here he's deflecting here again they're going to keep doing this stuff mm-hmm. they just can't stop you we seen yesterday this guy constantly i mean he was saying fifth before they would finish a question 
Right. Did you notice that in some, like at first he was like, uh, I have to bleed uh, the fifth. Uh, 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 but like uh, before they finished the question, like yeah, fifth, yeah. fifth, 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 fifth. It kind of yeah. reminds me of that scene from Dave Chappelle show when he's like one, two, three, four, fifth. I bleed yeah. the fifth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. It also reminds me of, um, of Eric Trump. Right. I mean, this is over a hundred times. Eastman said, I plead the fifth. Yeah. I mean, that's, Eric that's Trump a did over 500 in, times. That's it. Well, the, <laughs> he's five times as better at the fifth. Yeah. Fifth. He's fifth better than the fifth. When Johnny, I don't know. Is these guys, these guys like Jim Jordan's like, I, we didn't learn anything yesterday because John Eastman pled the fifth a hundred times. That's why yeah. we didn't learn anything new. That was a good thing. But I mean, here John Eastman is can't stop talking about this, right? He is he is now placing more evidence on himself by tweeting this. Mrs. Thomas asked me to give an update about election litigation to her group. Stop mm-hmm. the presses. Like, dude, stop talking your way into charges. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? You are criminally exposed. Because if you pled fifth in the fucking testimony, what and this is the same thing like you did a you no, know, what was that? Well, Navarro. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Stop talking. Stop. Yeah. These people keep opening their mouths and giving out the details of what they did. And then they say, we did nothing wrong. Why do people keep coming after us? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, follow the subpoena. No, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you under oath what we did, but I am willing to tell Ari Melber what we did on TV. Right. (laughs) But also, by the way, if you guys can just buy my book, because that's my legal defense fund and it's going to go in from a couple hundred to 300 to 500 to a million dollars for a legal team. But I also, want to represent myself because I don't want to spend that much money. Like for a guy that, you know, Navarro exactly, or specifically like for a guy that wants to say he's innocent, he's unwilling to give over the documents to talk about uh, what he did or rather talk about what he didn't do. If he's so innocent and then say, I'm going to take the cheap route here. I'm going to, I'm going to represent myself, but I'm going to ask you for money to pay for a lawyer, but I'm not actually going to pay for it. So it's very like Trump, right? Like, help me with this fund. I need to defend myself, but I'm not actually going to use the money for what I said I was going to use it for. Well, here is here's a little bit of the uh, hearing and the coverage that we did yesterday on the hearing. Again, everyone go follow on Midas Touch YouTube channel. We'll be doing the hearings next week. Uh, those links will be coming out soon. So make sure to set reminders for those. But here's some of the footage from yesterday's hearing of our coverage of John Eastman ple- pleading the fifth. Just Mm -hmm. a few days later, Dr. Eastman emailed Rudy Giuliani and requested that he be included on a list of potential recipients of a presidential pardon. Because that's the news that we got is that he was was pimping for a pardon here on an email. And then here is Dr. Eastman pleading the fifth. So did the Trump legal team ask you to prepare a memorandum regarding the vice president's role in the counting of electoral votes at the joint session of Congress on January 6th, 2022? Dr. Eastman, before they finish the question, United States, the vice president could reject electors from seven states and declare that the president had been realized. Like he knows where the questions are going. And he goes, that's going to be a crime. That's going to be a crime. That's going to be a crime. Because that's the thing here is he's waiting to not self-incriminate himself. Yeah, is what he's doing. It's crazy. Dr. Eastman, the first sentence of the memo starts off by saying seven states have transmitted dual slates of electors to the president of the Senate. Is that statement in this memo true? Even his lawyer here. Look at look at him He's holding like, up. The, the yeah. up shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Why did you, why did you say you were going to show up to this? Oh, God my God. Damn it. Now I'm fucked. 
it it only it only gives us uh, more <laughs> it it a uh, hundred times. John Eastman would have self-incriminated him. And that's how we have to look at this at this point, right. because he was looking for a pardon even after January 6th. So John Eastman is our winner for Bonehead of the Week, folks. Mm-hmm. Let's give him his due. John Eastman bonehead of the week. What a patriot. I mean, oh patriot. I mean, what a loser. I plead the fifth. Yeah. Okay. So uh, everybody, if you want to participate in bonehead of the week, go follow us on Twitter at Tony Michaels pod. Every single week, there is a poll there for bonehead of the week. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Tony Michaels podcast. The poll will be there as well. You never know what's going to happen in our elections, Gabe, because we, we do not rig these elections. Nope. You vote. You decide, we break it down for Bonehead of the Week. Stick around right after the music. We'll have some messages. Oh, Gabe, what a great Bonehead of the Week. I I like that they voted uh, John Eastman in. I think that was appropriate. I was scared that Herschel Walker was going to pull that out. It was so close. It might look like, you know, based on how it laid out in the video, I got to look at it again. But it was it was very close. Like they were, you know, like I said, they were two percent different. So Bonehead neck and neck. Just know that John Eastman won by a hair, by a hair, by a hair, by a hair on his bonehead. Oh, my chinny chin chin. Or his his bonehead. Uh, Gabe, we're going to do these hearings uh, next week. There's two of them. Right now, they're slated for Tuesday. Uh, The gavel goes down at 1 Eastern, but we will start our coverage one hour early, just like we did every other, uh, the three prior uh, hearings. So they'll start at noon Eastern Mm -hmm. over on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. So go subscribe to the Midas Touch YouTube channel. Be looking for those links also, follow us on Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod. We'll be retweeting those as we get those links for you to set reminders. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button here on the podcast on YouTube. Uh, every single weekday, we bring you the tweety tweets and the trendy trends, the hard hitting news here for commentary on the Tony Michaels Podcast, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, for two full hours on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Also, download every single episode on YouTube, or mm-hmm. excuse me, uh, <laughs> Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, all your favorite directories. Download and Gabe, you know, we do a best of the week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a best of tomorrow. Right. Um, for tomorrow, we'll have a best of the week that you can download on the directories. And then bonehead of the week, the, the segment we just got done doing, we will cut it out and we will also place that on the directories. So mm-hmm. seven days a week, you can download us, Gabe. Seven days a week. And boy, have we had some great downloads. Boy, have we had a audience getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We appreciate it. Every single one of you joining in mm-hmm. and commentating with us. As we go through the news and as we pick apart these right-wingers to save our democracy every single weekday, Monday through Friday, and until Monday at noon Eastern, surf's up, motherfuckers. 
You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Meal born, head ass speaking.